to this episode of Community Matters Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss issues important to managing and governing condos, cooperatives, and homeowner associations. My name is Tony Campisi, and I'm Executive Director of the Keystone Chapter of Community Associations Institute. Today's episode is going to be really fun and unlike any other episode we've recorded. My special guest today is Beth Z, your nerdy best friend. Beth is an author and professional speaker who filters through thousands of tech tools to help you save money, time, and your sanity. Beth Z shares her best tech tips via books, presentations, coaching, and social media. Beth, welcome to Community Matters Podcast, and please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Oh, gosh. Thanks for the warm welcome. Uh, Yeah, I'm Beth Z. I'm your nerdy best friend. I am a huge fan of uh, community associations. I have been to many of your conferences. Y'all out there do so much for communities and putting them together and keeping everybody sane inside these groups that you manage. And so I am honored to be here. And this podcast has shown up on a list of best podcasts for community association members. So I am glad to be here and I am proud of your success. Well, thank you. And we're thrilled to have you with us, Beth. Beth, you have a new book out called Nerd365. A Year of Opportunities to Upgrade Your Life. Tell us about the book and how you came up with the concept of matching apps and tech tools to holidays and notable dates on the list of National Days calendar. Uh, I Everybody loves a National Pizza Day, right? And a National Bacon Day. And, an, uh, and of course, there's a new uh, community association's manager, if I get the name right, at day. Like everybody loves those recognition of fun things, recognition of important things. And I am addicted. So I've long done calendars and I've decided, okay, well, if you have uh, a day focused on a certain productivity or a relationship, what app would make sense? What tech tool would make sense to use on that day and to focus. And it's just a different way to discover different apps and things you can use all year round rather than just, hey, here's another app. So this is actually your seventh book about apps and tech tools. I have one or two of your others. How does this book differ from the others that that you've written? I would consider the others more encyclopedias. That's not the right word, but they are you turn, you have a productivity chapter, and you have all the things that I think about when I think of productivity, all the tech tools. But this time we still have the productivity chapters and things, but now that they're paired with the dates, to me it adds an energy and a timing and a place for you to make those changes. Plus you can look up your birthday and find out what you should be doing that day. It just adds a sense of, I guess, quirk or whimsy to it, but it also adds some moments that make sense for you to give a, a, a new initiative, a new technology idea a try. I think whimsy is a really good term to, to describe this. And I really love the way you laid out the book. We were talking before about, um, did you, were you going to lay it out by calendar or by um, 
content, and I think the the content you the way you laid it out was very helpful as I was going through it. Um, I'd like to ask you about some of the specific national days because speaking of whimsy, I found some of them really interesting and fun, but I think they also pertain to our members particularly well. And the first one that I came across and and um, our communications manager is going to love this one, Mike Shaw, because he can't stand this font. <laughs> Comic Sans Day on July 1st. I bring this up because whenever I see a professional letter or an email written in Comic Sans, I kind of cringe because it's probably not the best font to use on your resume. So how can you help people find a new, more professional font for their communications? Well, y'all, Comic Sans is the uh, equivalent of the 1995 uh, Microsoft Word art, where we all had those smiley, rainbow-shaped, uh, squirrely cues of, come to our spring fling. We need to move past them. Comic Sans is the most hated font in the universe. Like, it has its own site for people who hate Comic Sans. And if you're not familiar with Comic Sans, it looks like a comic book font and it has uh, no none of the serifs. And so it it just makes it just makes your it hurts your feelings. It hurts your feelings. Uh, and if you're using it on your resume, please stay after class and give me a call because we need to talk. But there are some really good resources for those of you who are making community signs and your springtime uh, notifications of uh, get togethers and things, or your serious conversation pieces, go to a couple of places. Number one is font, no, dafont, D-A-F-O-N-T.com. And dafont has been my favorite for many years. It has a preview tool that makes it all worthwhile. So you put in whatever you want to do, like a spring meetup, and it'll give you a preview of all the fonts and all of them are categorized by like curly and childlike and sci-fi. So they're all categorized so you can see some different things. But one of the challenges with dafont.com is that there are a lot of ones you can only use for personal use. So you can filter by the ones you can use commercially because everybody who would use these unless you're using it for your personal life and i i would guess that some community managers not all um have a personal life but not all uh, so if you're doing something for your kid's birthday for example you can use any of them but if you're doing it professionally you're going to want to filter by that in defont however in another one called squirrel font font squirrel font squirrel Font Squirrel is all commercial free fonts that you can just use. Now, as always, check with your IT department because sometimes they get mad at me for recommending that you just go out and download some stuff. So make sure that you're allowed to add fonts. And if you're not, do it at home uh, when you're working at home and don't tell them because sometimes you just need a different look. But it, it both of those will let you find fonts and give your design an upgrade. Fonts are really fun. So that's great, helpful information. I love July 18th. Get out of the doghouse day. I don't own a dog, but I found myself in the doghouse from time to time. We all have. What can you tell us about this day and staying out of trouble? I am. So uh, I 
bookmarked a few things in here. Hold on just a second. Let me find my doghouse day. Oh, yes. On page, if you're following along at home with the book, on page 11, uh, the doghouse day has to do with making sure you get things done and keep your promises to your uh, the members of your HOA, to your family, to your friends, to your staff. And it's got some of my very favorite task list tools. So Todoist is on the top of almost everybody's list. And it has won awards year after year after year. They've got a robust free version, which they actually just enhanced even more within the last six months. Um, there are other things like any do, any dot do, and uh, any period do. Uh, people get really creative with the names. And tick tick are some that people recommend. I prefer Todoist, but you also have your internal ones. So you've got Google Tasks, you've got Google Calendar, you've got Microsoft Outlook Tasks. And Microsoft actually ate one of the best technology tools out there for task list. It was called Wonderlist, and they ate it. So you can use that as well because people are still bitter. It was a good one, and now it's gone. Lots of reasons why people should be bitter with Microsoft, but that's a podcast for another day. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> let's uh, let's stick with the dog theme. Uh, work like a dog day is August 5th. And this has to do with automation. So what can you share that will help our members automate the regular tasks that they need to do? Every single day, we do things by habit that we don't need to do. They can be done for us. For example, how many times a day do you check the weather? Mm -hmm. All of us check the weather almost every day, sometimes multiple times a day, especially if we've forgotten what the weather is by the time we need to check it again. You can set up an automation that says, every morning at 7 a.m., send me the weather. That way you're not taking those extra steps. You can say, let's say that your, um, your HOA found a hashtag that you want everybody to use. Well, you can say, every time that hashtag is used on Twitter, save it in a Google spreadsheet so I don't have to keep going looking up. All these little things. I had one person in a session who had an automation and she would say, I can't say her name, she's right there, but um, there's a certain Amazon product an Amazon Echo product. So she would say, A-L-E-X-A, -E I am going to work. The lights in her house would shut off. The doors on her locks, the locks on her doors would lock. Her garage door would open, her car would start and Starbucks would start her favorite coffee every day so instead of having to do all of those things she automated it one of the things i found out when uh, one of my managers went on maternity leave was that we were entering information into three separate databases every time we signed a contract and so i automated it so that when a contract and we were sending three different people different pieces of information about that contract for the next steps so instead of having to do all those things manually, which took about 20 minutes, and it was easy to not do one part of it because, you know, the cat throws up on the floor in the middle of your work and you got to go take care of this, right? So pieces were being missed. So I said, every time a contract is signed, put the information into this system and that system, automatically email 
these pieces of information, different pieces of information to all the people. So instead of doing a 20 minute task, every time we got a gig, we did, we signed the gig automatically, all those things were done. So automating is fantastic. There's a number of things on your phone. You have automations you can do Apple shortcuts. Google has them on Android phones. And then there are outside tools like uh, there's one called if da, 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 and it's if this, then that they don't actually pronounce it that way, but I do if ta ta ta, and it's if this happens, then that happens. And then there's one called Zapier Zapier. I don't really know. They're called zaps the abbreviation, but it looks like Zapier to me. So you pronounce it the way you want to, but it has even more connections with all of your cloud services that help you pull those together. I'm a big fan of automation and I don't use it to the extent that that person you described does with the starting the car and starting the Starbucks, but lots of uh, food for thought there. <laughs> oh, all kinds of things. Let's uh, let's move on to September. I kind of laid this out by calendar, I guess. September uh, September the 1st kicks off National Preparedness Month. And for us, many of our members are busy preparing for hurricanes, planning ahead for the inevitable winter storm. What tips do you have for preparing for emergencies? Well, one of the things I love is that the U.S. government has actually given us a lot of resources here. The FEMA app is mobile resources for emergency preparedness and help. You can just go download it and you've got a whole wealth of information as well as a site called ready.gov, which takes you through a whole bunch of different scenarios and helps you, you and your families and people living in your uh, buildings. It helps them, you all get, get acclimated to thinking about being prepared and some steps to get prepared. In addition to that, this is a crazy tool that not a lot of people know about, but it's essential if you have a horrible emergency. It's called what three words, and three is a number on their site, what three words. And what they've done is broken down every single three by three meter spot in the world and given each one a name. And what three words are the three words that identify your precise location. Now, emergency services have started to use this. And what this can help with is, and I hope this doesn't happen to you, but it happened on our town. We had a huge tornado come through and it wiped out the neighborhood. And you think you know where you live and you think you know where your spot is, but if you have no landmarks, if, if it's just been wiped. So you can use what three words and know those things to know exactly where your the structure used to be. That's helpful. I was not aware of that. I've seen ready.gov before, but that's that's very helpful information, especially because of the increasing frequency of severe weather and it's happening more and more outside of places where you're used to it happening. Um, here's one that I really love, uh, October 9th, positive post-it day. I, I use post-its a lot and I've tried to cut down. You've identified some apps to help organize all those post-it notes that clutter my desk. So tell me about those. Well, uh, let's talk uh, for a second about positive post-it note day anyway. 
post -it, positive post-it note day was really an anti-bullying effort. Uh, kids who are struggling, somebody created the, the opportunity for people to give positive post-it notes day. I think post-it notes are almost always positive. In fact, at this very second, I have my book bookmarked with post-it notes so I can refer to all the things we're talking about. But post-it, the post-it app is a fantastic post-it note app. I mean, we're talking the official post-it note app. Now the, the URL on there is wrong because we had, anyway, nerdybff.com slash post-it app if you're following along at home won't work but you can look up post-it app from 3m and it will immediately tell you uh how to download and it's free and it's the official sticky note capture and organization tool from 3m itself which i love and then there's uh something called stormboard if you are working with teams this is a great way to have post-its with teams and keep that organization on I'm going to check out Stormboard because that does sound very interesting to me. Uh, spreadsheet Day is October 17th. And uh, you note their um, Airtable, which I love. We use extensively in our, in our organization to help organize information. How can Airtable help upgrade everyone's spreadsheets? Well, I'm going to turn it back to you. Would you tell us a little bit more about how you're using Airtable, what you have set up, and uh, what it does, what it is, and what it does for you, because you're a case study. Yes, that's true. We use it uh, for a number of different things, uh, basically to track information. But the thing I love about it is that you can collaborate on it. So instead of having a, sh a spreadsheet, you need to email to someone to say, "Hey, can you update this section?" They can log into Airtable, edit add information etc we use it to chat uh, to track advertising in our publications we use it to track our count we use it for our calendar the date of the event the location who the speakers are so that our the person who puts the events on our website has all that information available to them and it changes in real time when when i add something she can see it as i'm adding it so extremely helpful way to track information so for the listeners out there who are following along and wondering how you can use it, I, I, I always say it's either a database tool with spreadsheet capabilities or a spreadsheet tool with database capabilities. But think of it kind of as a 3D spreadsheet, right? That has all of these aspects that you can pull together, you can sort by different things, and it, it organizes it just like your favorite spreadsheets, but you can see it in different ways you can share it in different ways and it has capabilities far beyond that so Airtable is fantastic absolutely agree uh, single tasking day this is observed every february 22nd what's this one all about beth uh single tasking day is oh i'm i'm scrolling through here single tasking day ah uh, yes one of the things that we really fail at is multitasking. There have been studies after studies after studies that have proven that multitasking, even though we think we're doing it well, does not work. So tools like a, a concept like the Pomodoro technique, which is where you choose one task and then you set the timer for 25 minutes and you go in and do that one task 
help you focus on one thing at a time rather than just sitting down to work and then just being all over the place. So there's another tool I like called Plan. And Plan does the multitasking stopping and the Pomodoro technique and what we call time blocking, which is not only saying I'm only going to do one task at a time, but I'm also going to put it on the calendar so that nobody can put me in another Zoom meeting during that time. I am busy and I know that something is going to get done. So Plan and the site is getplan.co plan will help you go to that site or go to the one thing you need to get done and do that one thing rather than trying to multitask because it doesn't work it doesn't often does not you're right uh march 4th national grammar day this is another pet peeve of mine uh referring back to the comic sans font um there must be an app to help improve the world's grammar right oh my gosh artificial intelligence has changed this world grammarly has been around for quite some time but now it is using much more artificial intelligence to really help you improve not only in the free version it's really good for the your 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 problems that they well, your your problems and then the their 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 problems those kind of word use structures comma splices, those kind of things. That's in the basic version, but then it also has a, a higher level for rewriting and communicating better. And it'll help evaluate your writing level. So maybe you're writing things that are too simple. That'll help people lose interest. You're writing things that are too complicated. That'll help people lose interest. And so that tool, which has, a, like I said, a robust free version, will help you kind of sit on your shoulder and help you write. In addition to that, both Google and Microsoft inside their writing tools are getting much better. You need to turn them on or you need to turn them off if they annoy you in the system, but it's like a grammar teacher and a writing teacher sitting on your shoulder to help you communicate better and to look more professional. So finally, April 30th is National Honesty Day, and you must have some tools to help us all be honest about where our time goes. Well, we talked about multitasking already, and uh, multitasking just puts you in a big mess. I love a tool called Rescue Time, which keeps me very honest about how things are, how I'm spending my time. Rescue Time sits on your computer and monitors every single thing you are doing all day every day you know what this told me one time um I, you're listening people are listening via audio and you're not seeing this square i've got a little graphic up right now this square finding this little monitor piece took me three hours 16 minutes and that's ridiculous and i was wasting my time however rescue time i didn't know it i was in a hole i was like oh that's a good graphic but i wonder if there's a better graphic oh that's good font but i wonder if oh if i just keep looking i'm gonna find the perfect font nowadays because i know that i waste that much time because rescue time told me i can say okay i am going to only spend 15 minutes 
and I'm going to find the best graphic I can in 15 minutes because I cannot spend three hours, 16 minutes on every cool graphic because it just doesn't matter. Now, when it comes to your managers, one of the other things it does for you is that it will tell you how long things actually take. You've got people in your world, maybe it's your board, maybe it's your boss. You've got people in your world who say, could you just pop that off for me? I'm sure it'll only take a minute or two. No, no, it takes four hours and here's proof. And if you want your, uh, your HOA to run more efficiently, you need other people need to know how long things actually take to put that together. Like you're doing this podcast. It doesn't take an hour to do a podcast. It takes six hours to do each podcast, right? I don't know exactly, but it takes way longer than you probably ever thought it would, especially when guests go on and on, which is what I'm doing. So <laughs> it's uh, that's one of the critical things that I think those kind of tools will give you is the personal knowledge of how how long things are taking. That's great because we all get sucked into the internet rabbit hole where you, like you said, you're looking for a picture or you're looking for a font or music. When I was looking for music for this podcast, yeah, there were 300 pieces I could listen to and you don't have time for that. So that's that's a great resource. Beth, you actually founded your own national day, Find Your Inner Nerd Day. It takes place August 23rd. I'd love to know how this came about and and what do you hope people will do to recognize this on August 23rd? Oh, this is so exciting. This is so exciting. And I know y'all just founded your own day. So uh, perhaps you are excited as excited. Um, I founded Find Your Inner Nerd Day because number one, there was not, there was only one other uh, holiday that had the word nerd in it. it it's a uh, word nerd day. And that's just a little thing. Uh, so I needed a nerd out there, but I also just wanted people to recognize the things that they're passionate about, recognize the little fun they have behind the scenes that they're really, really excited about. Maybe find some people who share that same passion so you can grow your hobby, your um, passion, your, your career goals, what have you find some people they can connect with who share the same interests recognize that they have this thing do you watch pitch perfect sing um uh riff offs back to back because i do <laughs> because it's so much fun and it's kind of weird and it's kind of nerdy but I love being able to just say it out loud and share that information. And I chose um, August 23rd because that was the day the hashtag was really invented and became mainstream. It was on Twitter. It was by a guy named Chris Messina and he just used the hashtag uh, and it was, um, he said, hey, let's just group topics by using a, a hashtag with a key term and the hashtag was born. And I think the hashtag was one of the original ways that people found things in common. So I encourage people to recognize the weird parts about you, share the weird parts about you, and find other people who share those passions. Well, that's terrific. I look forward to August 23rd and, and celebrating Find Your Inner Nerd Day. Um, this, Beth, this information is really fantastic and amazing. And we only scratched the surface. 
there are so many apps and, and other really exciting and, and informational days. I encourage you all to check out the book, Nerd365, A Year of Opportunities to Upgrade Your Life. Thrilled to have you here, Beth. Any, any closing thoughts? Thank you for having me again. I just encourage community managers to find little pieces of technology that'll make their lives easier. And this book will help them take out bite-sized little steps. There are opportunities, get it? See what I did there? <laughs> to make changes. Well, thank you again, Beth Z, your nerdy best friend. And for more resources and best practices on managing and governing your condominium, cooperative or homeowners association, please contact CAI or visit our website at www.caikeystone.org. Thanks for listening.